Tis the season oh. to be jolly. I am so sorry for my friend and for any of the uh, any of you guys who are listening with headphones on because that hurt me. But he's not me, Dad. <laughs> this whole episode, we just caroling. Sing. Oh God, we should go caroling this year. We should carol for an episode. That's funny. You guys would hate us. So unsubscribed. <laughs> we have a holiday pillow. We have cute little holiday sweaters on right now. And it's the holidays. We're deep in it. We're deep in it. So in the depths. What is today? Monday. We're pre-recording this on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So it's really, really just beginning for us. Um, I just fully prepped absolutely everything. Actually, I still need to do the turkey. The brine is still getting briny. Briny. Um, Wait, why is it? What is it doing? Like, uh, how, how do you know when it's done brining? It needs to cool down. Oh, it's hot. Yeah, so I boil it with all the aromatics and Got the you. salt needs to fully dissolve. And then I put the turkey in and then that's going to sit for another like 15 hours. Whoa. Yeah. So I prepped that. I prepped some bacon wrapped dates. Yeah, she's been doing it in the kitchen. I've just been doing what women should do and being in the kitchen. <laughs> I helped a little bit. I cut up some marshmallows. Yes. No, 100%. That was, that was the... Like worst job of all, and <laughs> you smiled while doing it. The store was out of mini marshmallows for obvious reasons, and I they only had the big ones, so Alex cut them up into the size of the little ones. I'm just out here to help, you know. It makes a difference. the The big ones, I can't imagine those on sweet potatoes. No, that disgusting. The ratio is off. It tastes it's just as big as a sweet potato. It's bigger, because I I cut my sweet potatoes like the size of the minis, oh. so I like it when they're. All the same size. Right. I, it, yeah. So thank you. Your your service no, is of course. I appreciated. Even Vince texted me. He was like, I feel bad. Um, how can I contribute to dinner? And I was like, No, honestly, oh this is Kristen's Olympics. 100%. I asked her if she needed anything and she loves this. She's been handling it. So Yeah, no good. <laughs> I, I love it. I I mean, again, this is out on Monday, so talking to our future selves. Hopefully it's good. I think it's gonna be fire. Hopefully we didn't get food poisoning. What if that? We're not. I always, I <laughs> always assume that's going to happen when I cook for people. Well, then like, you know what? We're all in it together. We're all on this couch for the rest of the weekend and watching right. movies. Right. Just like taking turns in the bathroom. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. I, I just get so scared. It's, it's a lot to cook for people and I love it, but I, I get really nervous every time and I, the prep is so fun for me, but then the second it starts, my imposter syndrome, boom, kicks in. I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to cook anything. This is going to be so gross. You are more qualified than the five of us combined. Like, no way. Uh, doesn't Dev, like, cook? Oh, yeah. De Dev can chef it up. Yeah. But so that's good. We're in great hands. We'll see. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be delicious. And honestly, you could put a plate of anything in front of me and I'll devour it and think it's fire. So it, that's the thing when like, <laughs> I, I know you guys will, be, and I, we talked about this the other day. I know you guys will be like, oh my God, this is so good. And I'll, and like, I'm going to be nitpicking it apart, but that's just, it's you. food. Yeah. It's, it's food. It's bringing us all together. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Right. It's bringing us all together. It's making us all thankful. Yep. It, you're so happy cooking. I'm so happy eating. Like it's. <laughs> It's a win-win. It really is. It's a win-win. That being said, we hope your guys' Thanksgivings went swimmingly. I hope they were good. If you were with family, if you were alone, if you were with friends, all of the above, I hope it was good. And uh, this time of the year is really hard. That's why we're making this episode. It's a weird time of the year. So, Okay, so it happened again. I 
matched with a guy on a dating app and he like went to go check out the podcast and he like said something about it but then he like referenced the fact that he didn't know which one I was because he was listening to audio so hi everybody my name is Alex hi I'm Kristen <laughs> Harmony McAtee we need to do this we like need to do it every time we need to do this every time I don't care there's let's do it again that felt a little like here right <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Alex. And my name is Kristen McAtee. We are the hosts of Advice Podcast, a podcast where we talk about things that we're going through. We are 27 and we go through 27 year old (laughs) things and we talk about them and then we talk about them with you and we hash them out and we cry and we laugh and we scream and we work through the deepest emotions ever on this podcast. Uh, This is season three. We've have grown up with you guys so far and um this shit's dope so i feel like we've gone through a lot looking back at like when we started where we were in our lives it's fucking crazy this podcast is seriously the backbone of like our 20s yes it's it's crazy if, it's if no crazy even if nobody listened to it i'm so glad that like we have, we have it. it yes yep. i was talking about this the other day with like my vlogs too like we have yeah. a diary of everything we've gone through and these 20s 20 something year old years we're so lucky this is this is everything and even better we have people listening it with us and we're helping people i mean right before this we actually recorded last week's patreon episode and someone wrote in and said how they have gone through and gotten over things that they don't think would have been possible without this podcast what the fuck that's so crazy to hear that's so crazy it's so crazy because that's why we do it but i just it sometimes it's hard to like connect the dots because obviously we don't see a lot of your guys's faces and we don't hear a lot of your guys's stories it's like we really only hear that very like seldomly yeah so it's really cool to connect the dots and like see that us sitting down here and being vulnerable and sharing all of this our lives with you is helping some of you guys like it sounds obvious but it's changing people's lives it's really nice to hear that like you guys are going through the same things that we go through yeah that's the best part of this in the beginning i feel like season one was a lot of like we talked about past stories yep and shared a lot of who we were right and why we're friends when we met like people got to know us and now it's like it's live yeah we're sharing more of like what we did last weekend right like i mean you guys got a whole like mini series on our whole date situation like we are sharing everything as it's happening to us so it is so like all of our emotions are so raw when we sit down here and that is something that's new to season three completely season three especially Mm -hmm. season two definitely had some fucking rocky moments like yeah i think we that's when we started to get really vulnerable and like share things that were like deep inside of us in the moment yep the amount of times we walked away from season two episodes like we'd stop recording and that that was when um the set was in our garage we'd walk back upstairs and like both still be like holy fuck dude like that was that was crazy like the i don't know i can't i feel like i can't put it in words but like the emotional release we'd Mm -hmm. get after some of those heavier episodes like good and bad it wasn't it wasn't like exhausting emotional release it was like whoa i just hit something i would have never hit yep without this podcast i mean i i will remember it forever the episode where we talked about what's going on in our heads like whether or not we have a single thought process or we have multiple thought processes at the same time such a good episode we totally went into it thinking like oh this is gonna be a fun one like super lighthearted personality type do you remember i walked out of the garage and i like literally fell to my knees and was bawling because it it 
showed me more about who I was and like what goes on in my head. Obviously, it was called What Goes On Your Head. But the back end stuff that that episode did to me and like my self-confidence and self-worth and who I was really like outpoured that whole episode and that it really like changed the trajectory of who I like thought I was. Completely. Ever since that episode, the way you express feelings is different. The way you, the way you talk about your thought process, whether it's explaining something you did in a card game or something you're going through emotionally, like you're way more verbal with your emotions and like you, like you're more aware. Yeah. And who knows if it's solely from a podcast, of course, we're just growing up too. But it opened the door. That was the spearhead for sure. Yes. Like undeniably that, that altered something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. And like, we had never said that, like that, that episode in particular, but a lot of those episodes do that for us. Mm -hmm. So many of our episodes so many really have changed like who we are. Yep. So we're grateful for yes, you. Yes, we're so <laughs> sorry, that was probably really long-winded, but like really. Yeah. It I know this th- podcast means so much to I, both of us. I know Thanksgiving's in the past now, but I I'd, I'd like to say I am grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. I'm grateful for you. So grateful for you. I'm grateful for this little baby chicken Maggie right next to me. It's my baby pub. I'm grateful for our apartment and the fact that we even made it to new york and the food in our fridge oh my god the food we just ate on thanksgiving that hopefully didn't give us food poisoning i'm shit even if we got food poisoning i'm grateful i'm grateful for my health to be able to get through food poisoning right without any intense medication love the positivity (laughs) (laughs) yeah is that even like a positive thing to say anymore i don't know it feels good. We just had to tell you guys that. All right. No more of that foo foo no lame shit. Sub story. That lame, huh, guys? That was super <laughs> lame. Yeah. So. No, stop. I like sports, right? <laughs> I know, huh? New York. But. <laughs> okay. Speaking of food, uh, we recently saw the menu with Anna Taylor Joy. Anna Joy Taylor. It's a combination of those three names, I think. I um, don't know. It's three. That's three first names. Yeah. You tell her. <laughs> the girl from Queen's Gambit. Yes. Um, it was interesting. It. Uh, who else? There was other big people in it, right? Or she like, no, no, no. I think that was like, um, I'm so bad with actors. The, the like actor in the movie. The guy who plays an actor. Oh, is he, he big? He, yeah. Yeah. He looked familiar. I'm so bad. Um, and also the chef, the main chef. Okay. The chef did look a little familiar. Um, it was good. It was one of those movies that did, doesn't leave you wondering. It kind of no. just like was what it was. There was no yeah. mystery. There was nothing like I like walking out of a movie and thinking like, ooh, maybe this means that. And like this means this. It was yeah. quite literally just like was what it was. But I'm sure a film student listening right now, would, <laughs> they would, please, I don't want to hear it. They would be like, <laughs> like, I was trying to think of a deeper meaning with it. And like, maybe, oh, I guess I don't want to give anything away. But like, I think it's a very, it could be very symbolic for sure. Greediness. Okay. Yeah. No, I definitely got that when he was like, careful. Oh, yeah. You do a spoiler? I don't, no, I don't want to spoil because watch it. Yeah, it, but, that's the thing. It's still good. Like we're we're saying it was pretty. Yeah. like is what it is. Like not exciting. But I also still rated a seven out of ten. I think it was well done. I was interested. I like. I I liked where it was going. I was yeah. definitely entertained. There was a lot of shocking moments. Um, I I was satisfied at the end. I will yes. say yeah. it was a satisfying ending. Um, but yeah, it wasn't like a thought provoking thing. Mm-hmm. But honestly. 
I appreciate that too. I think every movie now has all these double meanings and it, it could be right. exhausting. Like totally. I'm thinking like Jordan Peele style. And even like when movies leave mystery, like, and they cut the scene right when they may or may not have went back into the blah, blah, blah. Like right. there's so many alternative endings to so many movies and it's kind of nice when everything's wrapped up in a pretty bow and like you don't have to question it. You're right. Yeah. Not every movie has to be crazy. If you're listening to this on Monday, it's the 28th. Vlogmas starts December 1st. Yeah, that's another big thing you've been prepping for. Holy shit. It's going to be a lot. Um, If you don't know, that's crazy. Uh, Vlogmas is a tradition on YouTube where vloggers vlog every single day of every December. Every day, bro. Every day, bro. And I'm going to do it. I've done it the past three years, and I love it. it it's it's more of a beast before, like right now, mm. the, like the mental prep and just like I wrote down like a big list of like things to do during it for days where like I might not feel inspired. Okay. that That's definitely the hardest part. But once I'm in it and I get the like momentum of doing it every day, it's so fun. It really and like even being a bystander in your in your vlogs, it's it's really fun. It makes it makes me excited for the holidays. And I know like yeah. being out here and experiencing it so differently than when we were back in L.A. It's going to be re- like all the Christmas shit that New York has to offer. We have Christmas. We have a Christmas tree in our lobby. Right. Like people go people hard go out here. In. And maybe, you know, what I'm thinking is because obviously the weather and like in L.A., no, it, no one's really like excited for I mean we did we also didn't have like I guess we don't have that here like a family base in LA yeah but still like people didn't do there was no Christmas activities no like nobody went ice skating you didn't go look at Christmas lights it was nothing like that whereas here there's that I I forget the name of it but I literally wrote down a neighborhood I think it's in Queens or is it in Brooklyn I don't know um, where they every year they like fully go crazy in their neighborhood and it's like an attraction and the other thing amaze lights it's this like light exhibit and that's in Queens mm. that's like all Christmas stuff and in the city there's a big tree like at every iconic building like Rockefeller and Macy's the, or I was gonna say the parade but I guess that was last week but like holidays out here that alone even including the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade like New York celebrates every holiday. Right. So I'm really excited to like be a part of that and feel that. I, I honestly, I already feel it walking around. Like, absolutely. Places are decorated. The, the Starbucks downstairs has a, a little wreaths everywhere. I'm like, it's started. It's fully started. And um, I'm excited. I feel like, I feel like we're going to see a lot this December. I feel like Vlogmas, it always gets us out of the house. Yep. It always gets us doing something. So like I said, I have a lot of things planned that like we can just throw in whenever we want, but it's really going to be something every day. Right. And I don't think we're going to run out of shit to do. Like when we were in LA, we would like every day we'd kind of have to like come up with stuff. Yes. Like it wasn't as easy. Like Christmas shit wasn't at our fingertips. No, I I, I would have to kind of, I don't want to say pull it out of my ass because like I was still putting work into it and enjoying it, but it to make it festive. Yeah. It, they could have very easily just turned into normal everyday vlogs, like going to work out, going to the grocery store, whatever. But here it's like to make it Christmas related. Do you know yeah. who started Vlogmas? I don't know. I, I know it, it's been around for years. Like, and like Alicia Marie is like the queen of it. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, my God. She fucking kills it every year. She like does custom little intros every year. I, I actually saw on her story 
she was in Big Bear just like shooting content for probably for like release photos or maybe even merch. She always does vlogmas merch. Like she always does something that's crazy. Huge. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> I would love to. I don't know. I go back and forth. I've gone back and forth for the past six years of my life being a creator. I wish I could be that type of creator. I really do like pre prepping content and getting in the makeup chair at five AM to do a full shoot. It's just so not you. It's so not me. Like I, I love it. I appreciate the hustle, but I, I don't know. It's just not in my thought process when it comes to like Mm -mm. me creating something. And you're like, your life isn't a big production. Right. I think like people who turn content creating into such a business and put so much production behind it, like they do see it as a business where like your content is you sharing your life and your life isn't sitting in a makeup chair at 5 a.m. Yeah, which is, it's nice on the outside. Like that's a nice, um, how do I say this? Like I like that my content is that uh, real. Mm-hmm. Like it really is what I'm going through. But the fact that I don't see it as a full blown business <laughs> is also really bad. You, know you do. Mean? You do. I didn't mean you didn't. Yeah. It's all, it's all the comparison. Yeah, it uh, is. It's the comparison bug. Completely. I, when I started doing social media, I was around people that pumped out content like a powerhouse. So from the jump, I've already felt, I'll put it in quotes behind, mm-hmm. but like, it's just not true to me. Yeah. If, if I forced it, like there was a period in my life where I was forcing, like pumping out content and like taking the right thumbnails with the right shocked face to like get people to click and all that. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? This I think people would me. see through it too. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. But now I like, if, if you would have showed me even three, four years ago, a thumbnail that I post today, like my wellness routine or run errands with me or chill Sunday I'd be like what like I'm doing like chill shit like that like that's crazy well and the fact that you have just like you've used a different method but you have turned it into your own business just in a different way yeah crazy we're gonna do what are you wearing and song of the day I'm wearing um this is my friend Lee's cardigan And like, I always get all nostalgic when I put it on. He uh, lives in London. And this time last year, we were going to go visit him for the, are you taking a picture of me? Yeah, I won't get your face. Okay. You're good, you're good. Just my tits. Woo! (laughs) Love it. Here you go, Lee. (laughs) Um, This time last year for New Year's-ish, right after Christmas, we were going to go to London and visit him. And we're also going to hit up Paris and go to Amsterdam. I forgot about that. I Dude, it up. I think about it so much. We were like about to do it too. Yes. Like we were fully planned. Me, you, Brie, Brie, Leanna. Yep. We had a whole trip planned and I was hitting up my, my cousin lives in um, Amsterdam and I was hitting her up and I was like, hey, we'll be there. And she was like, dude, you want to, you don't want to come out here right now. Like there's still a curfew t- at like 8 PM. No one's doing anything. We were going to do Amsterdam for New Year's, like New Year's night. Yep. And she was like, COVID's getting bad again. Everything's shutting down. So we literally, I, re- I remember the moment sitting on the couch mm-hmm. when we canceled it mm-hmm. and Brie was on a trip, right? Or she was doing something and we were like, no, let's not ruin her oh, day. Yes. yes, she was. She was occupied. You're right. Yeah, she was occupied. So me, Kristen and Leanna came to the conclusion that we should really cancel the trip and 
Yeah, we still have never been across the pond. I know. So. We need to. I think this 2023 will we'll travel big. Yeah. I think we're going to do something cool. We have to. But yeah, that's the origin of your sweater story. <laughs> right. So this is <laughs> this is Lee from London, his cardigan, and I wear it whenever I feel London-y. Do you, do you, can you do accent the whole time? No. Try. I don't think I've ever heard you try to do really? it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, that was pretty good. Oh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, you sound like Liam. Can I kiss you? <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm starting to get delirious for some reason. I think I'm hungry. That's not good. What am I wearing? I'm wearing these white pants from Princess Polly. They're like really, really big. They're called plies. Plies pants. P-L-I-S-S-E. Plissy. <laughs> Damn near. Sure. And then a sweater that I got from Topshop. I don't know what brand it is but i don't know Top the shop. sleeves it's actually not i think it's another brand oh um the sleeves are short and it's kind of fucking me up i still have the tags on so i can still return it oh return it yeah Those i don't think i like are, the sleeves i like i feel super silly right now yeah i love the print though maybe i'll just size up yeah maybe i'll change it because i love the print but it's yeah. like if you're on audio it's literally every print ever i can't even describe it to you um we've got some stripes we've got some what is that chevron leopard leopard or um, that's like ze- brown zebra yeah brown zebra we got some eyeballs eyeballs we got what is this like a Turquoise. i don't know some geometric shit going and on lines that didn't help you at all <laughs> but that's cute. what i'm wearing cute it's comfortable but it's just Looks like it's for a baby. My song of the day is going to be a new one down in down in Atlanta by Pharrell Williams and Travis Scott. Hey, no, it's such a bop. so good. I love the Pharrell like four beat before every song. It's every song. So good. It's such a like a subtle um intro or what is it like producer tag or whatever. Yeah, it's not like. On the beat. Like, <laughs> it's not like in your face it's like you if you didn't know you wouldn't even know all those were pharrell but right. then once you know you're like damn oh he God. produces everything. No, everything everything he produces everything uh do you remember his set at coachella no you don't remember his set what year and gwen stefani came out he literally brought out everyone what i year? think it was 2014 2014 yeah i don't remember Oh, it was a really good set. Maybe if we talk about it more. Okay. <laughs> he brought out Gwen for Hollaback Girl. Oh, I remember that. Okay. I remember Hollaback Girl. Okay. That's all I needed to hear. Yep. Yep. I'm there. It was good. That's how my memory works. It's nothing. It's, and and then, then you say one thing. I'm like, everything. Oh, I'm there. I feel it. I smell it. Uh, my song is by, his name's Joseph. I think I've shared a couple of his songs before. It's called Just Come Home With Me Tonight. It's really cute. He's got like a really like, a little. I want to say like a little jazzy vibe, but like his his voice is absolutely incredible. Is it unique? Yeah. Or is it like like everybody's voice right now? No. It's very runique. 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 Cool name <laughs> for no. a kid. No. Runique? No. That's a cool name. <laughs> You're going to name your kid that, huh? I'm, I'm literally going to add it to my <laughs> list right now. My list only has like three names on it. It sounds like you misspelled Monique. Runique? No way. I think that is a, such a gorgeous name. Okay, write it down. I got um, author R- writer, credits. Writer credits. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I'm going to How are you going to spell it? R-U-N-I-Q-U-E. Wait, that's cute. You can call her Rue. Rue. This is cute. I'll put, put in parentheses Rue. <laughs> Oh my god, these are so cute. You, you want to go? Yeah, I was gonna say you want to say your list. Callahan, that's like my number one. I've wanted that name for a son 
forever. Callahan, I'll call him Cal. Uh, Milosh, Avril, Daphne, Story, and Runique. Cute. Look at this. Such great names. Wait, Milosh is a guy that Liana matched oh. with on a dating app. <laughs> yes, she never even met him, you guys. But like, no, she did. Remember, she went on that first date, and oh. they like play cards at the bar. Oh, I didn't know that. Wait, is that the one? Like, she met him on like the, the street next to our street because she didn't want him to know where we lived. I don't remember, but smart. Yeah, no, brilliant. Lana's good at that stuff. Okay, so yeah, him. I know nothing about him. I don't even. Re- no, no, no. I don't even remember the date clearly. <laughs> but she was like, "Guys, I matched with this guy Milosh," and I was like, "Wait!" It was the same reaction yes. that I just had right now. I was like, "That's going on the list." <laughs> I hope you have this many kids so that you can actually use. Absolutely these. not. I don't. I don't even know if I'm gonna have one. To be honest, you will. Do you want to hear my list? Sure. Okay. I don't have it written. It's in my head. Oh, I um, should write it just in case. <laughs> Hey, if I lose my memory, I'm not having children. That's true. That's true. Yeah, um, that's I want twins, Phoebe and Phoenix, and I'm probably going to name one of my sons Norman because that's my dad's name. That's all I got so far. I thought you totally had more. I did, but they all fell off. If I can't remember them in the moment, then they're not worth it. You're right. You're right. Um, now, what if you don't have twins? You still use the names? Yeah. Phoebe for a girl for sure. And then Phoenix can either be a boy or a girl. Um, oh, I also... So my grandfather's name was Willem and I really like the name Liam. So I was thinking of doing William, but call him Liam. Cute. Um, that's my grandpa's name. Yeah, that's my grandpa's name. And my name. dad's name. Well, in Dutch, Willem. Oh, so it's spelled William, it's, but that's how you pronounce it? No, it's W-I-L-L-E-M. I like that better than William. No offense, grandpa. No shot he's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Um, but can you pull Liam from Willem? Well, No. Yeah. Le- William. Will. What if you did Liam Will- Willem? <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I, mean I love this right. workshop we're doing right now. <laughs> oh, it's, I don't know. I don't know if I want to kids. We'll let you know. And you guys, when we have kids, they're going to be sitting right here. It's going to be like <laughs> season 10. We're going to be like, gosh, we had children. <laughs> we'll replace the pillows with the kids. Yeah. That would oh, be cool. Shit show. Yeah, no, I'm not doing it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Those might be dogs' names. That list might go to dogs. Huh, mom. Oh, girl. That's the thing. I name her, but I call her mom. Yeah. It literally, is that mommy issues? She's like, I call her mom when I'm like mad at her. Mom. Yeah. I'm like, mom. Yeah. Ooh, or do. I call her do. <laughs> Mama. Okay, before we get into today's episode, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and we were just telling you guys about that entry that we got through Patreon where that girl was telling us how we've helped her through so many things, but she also mentioned that we helped introduce her to BetterHelp and how much she loves it and how much it helped her, and that was such a cool full circle moment Right, I I love that, like, I mean, me especially, like, starting therapy has been such a journey, and it's really hard to get into it, but when you have the resources and when you have, like, a a tight-knit group of people like the podcast who's encouraging you it really is helpful yep and for those of you who might not know BetterHelp is online therapy done in the comfort of your own home and all by trained professionals it's cool because BetterHelp offers a broad range of expertise which might not be available in your area and they're committed to matching you with a therapist that you love so if you aren't driving with your therapist or you feel like you want to switch it up you can easily do that for free. Yeah, I can't stress enough how important it is to vibe with your therapist. There's nothing worse than trying to open up to someone who you know is just like not matching your energy. So don't feel bad if you have to change your therapist. There's no extra charge. It's nothing like that. And 
It's a resource for you, so get the most out of it. BetterHelp is also more affordable than traditional therapy, and they also offer financial aid. So if you want to check them out, visit betterhelp.com slash advice. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Again, that special offer for advice listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash advice. Thanks, BetterHelp. Our next sponsor is Function of Beauty. And if you don't know, Function of Beauty is the world's very first fully customizable hair care. So what you do is you go onto their site and you fill out their hair quiz and you have this whole whole hair profile and you set five hair goals, which is really cool because I took the quiz and I went into it not really knowing what I wanted my hair to be like. So to like see their quiz and have it like lay it out for me, what I wanted for my hair was really nice. It makes it really easy. You can customize your hair care to whatever you need whether it's frizz or hydration or shine or all of the above you can not only customize that but you can customize the scent and customize the color you can even customize your name on the bottle which I think is my favorite Love part it. oh my god yeah like I've always wanted to do like because so it says function of and then blank I want to say like function of that bitch <laughs> like or like something like you could just fill in the blank there's so much fun there function of beauty was founded by a team of engineers and cosmetic scientists and each of their formulations is cruelty free vegan paraben free and you can also go silicone free if you want there's also no sulfites which is so important especially if you're somebody out there with bleached hair me included this has been shoved on my throat by every hairdresser <laughs> ever they're, they're so bad for your hair and they're not necessary in the product so you can go without them so you take the quiz and then it gets delivered right to your doorstep and if you subscribe you can get even further discounts and offers start giving your hair the personalized care it needs go to functionofbeauty.com advice to take your hair goals quiz and you'll save 20 percent on your first order when you subscribe no commitments and you can cancel anytime go to functionofbeauty.com advice to let them know you heard about it from from our show and to get 20% off your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash advice to take your hair quiz and save 20% off on your first order. Thanks, Thanks Function of, of Beauty. God, sourdough bread is unmatched. I was just saying the other day, so we bought white bread for one of the Patreon episodes where we like tested food combinations. So we've been, uh, I've been finishing the, <laughs> the loaf, better to not go to waste, but I've been finishing the white loaf and it just doesn't hit as hard as a piece of sourdough toast with butter. Nope. Not at all. There's no flav. Nothing. Like I, I just, I said, that's not a random statement by the way. Um, we just stopped recording for a sec and I went and had like mm. a slice. <laughs> and it's like every time I eat it, it's one of those foods where I'm like, this is what? Wow. And like I have it all the time, but my brain's every still time. like it's a new flavor combination. Oh, my God. You know what my favorite is? Favorite. Like, please try this if you have sourdough right now. Toast the sourdough to like get it like a little brown. Like I want like, I like a good toast. A crustini crunch. Yeah. Salted butter. Top it with salt and pepper. Yes. That's it. So the good. salt and pepper. Oh, the salt and pepper with the butter. It's all you need. Don't add no garlic. And that's coming from me. No garlic, no nothing. Like, oh my God. Sourdough is so good. It's so good. My favorite is sourdough, well toasted, a layer of butter, and then soft scrambled eggs. Mm -hmm. Soft. I have to be soft scrambled. Like damn near still fucking raw. Absolutely. And a freshly cracked pepper with a little bit of Cholula. Mm. Oh my God, you guys. I, I like that, Ooh. but instead of butter underneath, cream cheese. Ooh. And then the eggs heat up the cream cheese. Oh Go my God. Go crazy. Fuck. 
Okay, not the point of today's episode. <laughs> As you can tell by the title, today's episode is about how to survive the holidays. I think, I mean, I know there are so many walks of life that look at the holidays different. Mm -hmm. It's the, it's crazy how it's the best time of the year for some people and the worst time of the year for other yep. people. And there's people in between too. And what's frustrating me being one of the people where I don't really love them is how much it's shoved down your throat to love them. So we kind of want to bring this podcast specifically to create a neutral ground on how to navigate it and just like stay afloat and set your boundaries and protect yourself through this time and make it whatever you want it to be, if that makes sense. So like we said, Thanksgiving was last week at this point, but but we want to know, did you guys go out for college night? Yes. We're just jealous. We're jealous because we're obviously still in New York. We didn't go back home. And this, I feel like college night is the start of the holidays. Yep. It really is like everyone gets over the hump of Halloween. You really start to settle in and then comes college night and everyone's home for Thanksgiving and you see all of the people. You get super nostalgic. Yes. That's you, huge. It's huge. Before you go out, you're sitting in your parents living room watching old movies like it's really the start of what the holidays encompass you're right and we didn't get that yeah it, do it does feel weird not being around well actually I take that back because your brother came for Thanksgiving right again we're pre-recording this right now so it, every time we pre-record episodes we always have to like put our minds into the future yeah your brother came we have friends coming for Christmas like I think we'll still feel that but you're right that Wednesday night alone like you can't replicate that you shit. really can't that's it's something special so yeah we want to know your stories if you want went out I think we want to start with kind of a general mindset towards the holidays um whether you're spending them alone or they're a dark time for you or there's something hard to get through or you fucking love them and they're the best time ever. I think it's so important to romanticize them no matter how you're looking at it. I think that's a good way to get any to keep anybody afloat. The bottom line, there's a lot of energy right now, good and bad and everything in between. It's it's about making the best of it right and, and you can't escape it. it no you can't, can't. escape it's <laughs> like like we said our starbucks already has so much christmas shit out and like christmas is everywhere and it's not even december yet and you can't escape it so anything that you can do to keep your your mind at ease during these times is very important it could also get very stressful even if you do love the holidays, planning and every like everything that comes along with dinners and meeting up with friends and like all of these events that people have going on during the holiday, like even Christmas parties and shit. There's so much that goes into it and it could be so stressful. So like maintaining that balance is super important. When I say romanticizing the holidays, I think a big part of that for me at least is the decor. Um, growing up, we we had a tree every um every Christmas and then we would do like lights around the window and that was it. And that I mean, that was fun. That that was something that did always feel like really special in the house. And even little things like that are really good ways to just lift your spirits. Mm -hmm. It sets the tone. It sets the tone. And I, I never really saw the value in that until honestly until I lived with you because like you like to like 
set the vibe and like especially for something like the holidays like the first time we ever decorated the old apartment in North Hollywood I was like whoa like I like this this feels good it's so fun and it really does like going to Target especially like me you and Leanna Mm -hmm. going and picking everything out you could you don't have to go in like you don't have to section dude there's everything absolutely everything picking shit out for your space and like you come home to it every day and if you work from home you're in it every day so you kind of just like get accustomed to seeing all of the Christmas shit and it does make it it like makes you feel festive it it made me more excited like Mm -hmm. something was different in my house every day and I woke up to something different and I think this could really help those of you who might dislike the holidays or resonate Mm -hmm. it with something really dark or you know not not happy and cheerful and joyful create a new tradition yeah if even if you never decorated growing up like do it now and and it makes you your own it makes you feel like you're a part of something that's what it felt like yeah yeah like you I mean celebrating the whatever holiday it is if it's Christmas if it's Hanukkah celebrating in general it really is like a big community and everyone does get the people who love it they get so excited about it and like it's almost like (laughs) let me compare for a minute it's almost like when people get excited for Disneyland and like talk to me and like Disney adults when they get super excited to go to Disneyland you like want to feel their excitement yeah but like you can't get there yeah decorating is a really good way to like put you in the festivities and kind of get you to the excitement Very good point. Very good point. I probably should have said this in the beginning, both of us. I feel like we should say like our stances on the holidays. Love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go first. Okay. I grew up in a household where come the day, honestly, like mid-November, my mom, she's a big decorator. Big. No, guys. It's big decorator. Big decorator. She has seasonal decorations. And when I say seasonal, like every, I mean, Fourth of July. Yes. Like every season. Even the little ones in between. Like, I'm like, that's a holiday. (laughs) She's like, yeah. I'm like, whoa. So she, like, we have a Thanksgiving tree and Mm -hmm. we also have a Christmas tree. And she, like, damn near has a summer tree. No, for sure. Um, But I grew up in a house where celebrating the holidays has always been really important. And it does. She loves keeping the family together and all of these were big like tradition based family. So the holidays has always been like the coat family, like uh, Olympics, I will say. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's it's going to be hard this year going through the holidays without them. But I'm such like an, a holiday doer and excited person about this time of year that like it's in my blood at this point. Yeah. And I think so if you don't know yet i'm for the holidays um <laughs> i've never really resonated the holidays with a negative feeling until this year because this is going to be the first year without my two of my grandparents three of my grandparents um so it's going to be a little different and i think the holidays are going to be a little darker than i've ever experienced but it's always been such like a happy and um full like fulfilling time yeah. of the year for me i know you could still feel that way yeah it's, i know it's, that too it's just gonna be different for sure like you said though like it's in your blood mm-hmm. it, that's it's what's not gonna slip through. right yeah it's, it's you're not just gonna forget how to enjoy this time of the year and those people would your grandparents would want you to enjoy it right. and they're all the things i mean we'll, we'll actually we'll get into that in a little bit but um yeah no i th- i i even my best holiday memories are from the coats like the the way the house is decorated the way that your mom goes all out and the fact that like your aunt has even got me a Christmas gift before I'm like literally what like (laughs) they go all out I I I love that I love that mentality I think it's so special and 
I can't wait to see you pass it on to like your kids. Oh yeah. Like it's cause it's going to be like a tenfold Absolutely. and you have to marry someone who's like just as into it as you. Yeah. And like, we have so many traditions that we pass on. Like every Christmas we all, we have a really big family and there's probably like, well, big on our front. There's probably like 25 of us That's who go to Christmas, <laughs> but we all wear matching um, pajamas and my mom and my aunt, her sister, watching them like pick out Christmas uniforms, uniforms, no, literally, literally. Uniforms, yeah. every year. It really does encourage me to like pass that tradition on. I, like I get it now. Yeah. Now I, I want that. We were even talking about getting matching PJs for Christmas ourselves, which right. we probably should. Absolutely. Your mom would be proud. Um, For me, the holidays, not to be Debbie Downer. God, maybe I should have gone first. So we ended on a lighter note. I, I don't resonate them with anything good. Um, I have never liked them. Uh, they have always put a lot of stress on my family. Um, I growing up, I mean, this sounds really materialistic, but like, what else are you going to tell an eight year old? Um, I always felt shitty going to school that following, like after Christmas break and people like having their new phones and their new sneakers and their new backpacks and all their new like material shit. And I'm like, damn, like I didn't get any of that. Like I, I think for me, Growing up, I just constantly compared it to like the traditional um, holiday Mm -hmm. and I didn't receive any of that. Like we didn't do if we did gifts, it was like very small things like it was never this lavish, joyful time of year. Um, So generally, I I don't like the holidays, but I will say on an optimistic note within the past three, like two, three years, I really am coming up. (laughs) <laughs> like you are I really you're am starting rewriting to your like story the, exactly that's like why I want to do this episode because like I was in the slumps and I'm out of it and you can't you could be a Christmas adult too <laughs> but actually you could be a Christmas miracle no I'm a Christmas miracle it's crazy but I was born in March um but yeah like not even on no pity party none of that it was not good growing up but I think I'm starting to like it a big thing that has got me to where I am is, like you said, kind of rewriting it. We talked about the decor. Above all, it's really been about setting boundaries. Setting boundaries looks different for everybody when it comes to the holidays. For you, it might be straight up not going, which is totally valid. Mm-hmm. It might be not sitting, just not simply not sitting next to that cousin or that aunt or that parent or that sibling or whoever, sitting a few chairs away from them at the dinner table, cutting off conversations that are immediately going to make you comfortable. There's so many ways to tackle the holidays to keep control. And I'd, I noticed like right when I moved out at 18 is when I was able to start controlling that a little bit more because mm-hmm. I could just straight up not show up. And then I got into a relationship and it was like, oh, I'm going with that family or I would come over to your house because you guys would do Christmas Eve and like we always did Christmas. So I was able to like escape. Um, but if even if you're still home with family and you're not moved out, there's so many ways to do it. A big thing that you can remember is you don't have to hash out all of your childhood trauma at the dinner table. (laughs) Who would have thought? Who would have thought? It's not on Um, the menu. (laughs) Like Kristen said, cutting off those conversations that feel uncomfortable. I feel like when we're all sitting around the dinner table, everyone feels a little more inclined to say what they're thinking. Yeah. And they feel like it's okay to hash everything out. Whereas like, even though we're all sitting around here together and like we're all face to face and we can't physically escape these conversations Mm -hmm. it's important to to say i don't want to talk about this right now done we don't have to talk about this it's that easy yo grandpa it's thanksgiving i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about the election that was a direct quote from my thanksgiving 
2020. <laughs> <laughs> but like, actually, like you, you can cut off any conversation. Any conversation. Like that. I don't want to talk about it. And if they give you shit, step two, my favorite step, go take a breather. Take mm. like walk around the block. Go s- the, the amount of times I have stood in the bathroom at my grandparents when I need to just take a breather and just literally like put the toilet seat down and sit on top of the toilet with my pants still on. You know what I mean? I was trying to say like I wasn't sitting on an open <laughs> toilet. I just figured if I told you guys sit on the toilet, you would think shit bowel movement. <laughs> and like that's not what I meant. I meant use it as a seat. You can sit on the edge of the bathtub too. Sure. Um, but just like breathe call someone having someone as somewhat of a sidekick even if they're not in the same room i mean you've called me christmas eves many times yeah and having someone that you could like you said kind of breathe everything out yeah hey my family's acting fucking crazy right now i just need to escape quick moment let me just like take five minutes to vent Mm -hmm. having someone that's there for you for that is is really nice yep and if you don't have that and if you don't have that like you said, take a breather outside. Fresh air on a winter night <laughs> will cure all, cure everything. Honestly, <laughs> one thing in my family that's been—I wouldn't even call it a hiccup—but my mom is a big gift giver, and she goes mm. all in on gifts. And my brother is <laughs> very—he's um, a minimalist. He's a minimalist. He yeah. makes it very well known that he doesn't need a lot of gifts. He doesn't—I—he he thinks. I mean. It's true. It's it's a big consumerism holiday, but he doesn't like all the wrapping paper and the ribbons that go into it. So he has set a boundary for himself where he wraps everything in reusable packaging and old Amazon boxes. And yep. if it he gets something delivered, he will just write on it with a Sharpie and say, here, Alex, this is your gift. And I know what it is before I open it because it's still in its box. Because <laughs> it's labeled. <laughs> but it's like, it's become, it's become kind of like a ongoing joke in the family that a Vincent doesn't. Too. Yeah, but it, it really really is like Vince setting his boundaries that he's not going to participate in the consumerism and the wastefulness of the holiday but he does participate in the way that kind of makes everyone else happy in that we're all together and we're all still giving each other gifts and he's such a great gift giver every one of his gifts is so like well thought out but he has set that boundary for himself where he's you know he's still living to his standards yep so don't compromise who you are and like how you want to celebrate the holidays just to make other people happy. It's okay to like do your own thing, but still participate. I feel like this is a good part to talk about gift giving in general. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a hard one. I don't really like doing it for Christmas alone. I like gift giving all other times of the (laughs) year, but like Christmas, I'm like, I feel like it just gets so watered down with everybody else's gift that like the thought I put into my gift is just like another one. Yeah. We've always, um, I mean, there's only like in our close, in our immediate family, there's only four of us. So we've always kept it to that. And like, especially since we've been older, getting really like personal gifts. It It's so fun because I mean, I don't know, this could be, I'm totally speaking for myself right now, but I, I think one of my love languages is gift giving. And like, I already have a couple gifts picked out and I love making them personal and I love people opening my gifts. It makes me like happy and giddy inside that something that I like put time and effort into can help them or like could make them happy for a long amount of time. Does that make sense? Like a token of appreciation. Yes, exactly. It's a token of like my love for them. And, um, it, you don't have to spend shit tons of money. You could do a whole bunch of DIY shit. 
No, yeah. I mean, I'm messing around about how, like, I don't like to do it or, or anything. I, I actually love giving gifts. I just, yeah, what I meant about the, uh, the like, the way gifts kind of get watered down is some, a lot of people just give gifts to give gifts. And I actually have some memories of that growing up where, like, people would just, like, stuff stockings with crap. Mm-hmm. Like, hair ties and chapstick and it, like, like stupid little thing i'll buy hair ties when i need hair ties right and i some of you might be thinking well that that means a lot to people and that's still a gesture and like that might be all they can afford and trust me i'm sensitive to that fact but back to i'm gonna i'm gonna crawl back to vince's side here the consumerism side it's just unnecessary right i don't know if this is just like our adult mindsets where i'm like please save your money if it like don't get me anything I don't just fill something just to say you gave me a gift it's participating just to say you participated right and like I would rather just like let's all just like hang out yep we did like I said we didn't do gifts growing up we still don't do them now um we I have a niece and a nephew so like we do gifts for them like it's like more about the kids at this point but Mm -hmm. and when we were kids like my grandparents would get us stuff like it was it it was about the kids kids. and so that's kind of just how I associate gift giving um the the most like gift giving I've done around the holidays has always been for boyfriends that's where I'm like oh I'm dropping every penny I've ever made yep we're going in I love giving romantic gifts but I can't this year it's okay. You can give me a romantic gift. But like, it would be weird. Because like, I like really, <laughs> right. like, really elaborate. really elaborate, cute, like meaningful gifts. Um, Especially, I'm I'm glad you brought up like the, the kid mindset. Because as adults, I think of a really good way to kind of navigate the not fulfilling a gift giving just to be a gift giver is, um, I'm sure you guys have all heard of it. There's a couple games that we wanted to share, which are so fun. Some of them, or one of them, has been a tradition in my family forever. Secret Santa and White Elephant. The best. The best. And they're great ways to focus on one gift, make it really meaningful, mm-hmm. make it per- like fully personal. And you don't have to go in on like eight gifts for all of your friends. And it and that's where it would could get watered down. Right. I, I, I think Leanna... Yeah, Liana does this with her family. They choose one person. Mm-hmm. Secret Santa. Uh, yeah, I guess. So. But isn't Secret Santa, you don't know who it is. I think they know. Oh. I think they still, but it's just like they give one family member a gift Love and that. that's it. And like, so everybody still gets a gift, but like you said, but I, I think they know for some reason. I don't know. Uh, I, th- I think that's just so much more productive. It to is. To be honest. Um, so wait, what are, Secret Santa is you don't know who it is. And you pick, okay, so you put everyone, so say me, you, Bree and Leanna put all of our names in a hat and we each pick one. So like, say I got you, it's secret. Secret Santa is. So I got you, but I'm not going to tell you, but I get to give you your gift. So whoever picks me gives my gift. Okay. I like white elephant more. White elephant. That one's so much doggy. Do we need to explain it? Do I don't know. Come on. Do you guys know what it is? We don't have to go look it up. Yeah, no, it's, (laughs) yeah, it's kind of a lot to explain, but I feel like you probably know what it is. It's really fun. White elephant is you can get really creative with it. Oh my God. One year, uh, I did, what, what was the min? I think it was like a $50 minimum. Mm. Cause I feel like it's the thing with these games. You usually set like max or min or whatever. Right. It was $50 and I could not think of what to get. Cause the group I was doing it with was like, there was not one gift that every, cause that's the thing with that. Like you have to choose one gift that you think everybody might like. Yeah. And I just couldn't figure it out for this group. So I got $50 in pennies. <laughs> 
so cool. And I put it in a box and everybody wanted the, the gift because in White Elephant, the gift rotates because it, it was so heavy. They were like, oh my God, like this is, this is like some, this is a camera or like, this is like something, laptop, something nice. And it was $50 in pennies. Do you know who ended up getting it and were they happy? Uh, Liza. Okay. She got it. And was she pissed? She, she, she said it sat in her like downstairs area for so long. I don't I think bet. she did anything with it. There's no coin stars around here no more. No. <laughs> I will say though, that same year I got the um, James Charles palette, oh, which I still fire. have till this day. No, that's such a good palette. Fully expired. Absolutely. But I still use Just it. Just as pigmented. Yeah. Still um, stains my skin. Oh, last year we did White Elephant with um like my extended family and I got a squatty potty. Oh, where is that? Well, no, no, no. I bought a squatty potty oh. for the pool. Yes. And that's so good. I think my aunt got it. You guys such a good that's so good such a good gift. I should get one because I just use my um They have pretty ones. I use my trash can. Yeah, no. You need one for Christmas? Well, don't tell me. I'm not gonna. Why did you say that? You should. <laughs> oh my god! Now I know. Now I know what Santa's I'm getting not getting me. her. A, don't give me a scotty potty. I'm not getting her. Get her. A, my gift for you is good. Oh, I like my gift for you too. Woo! Did you already buy it? Uh, no, I haven't bought yours either because I'm I'm still sitting on it. Okay, I've but known I what like I'm it. getting you for a while. I hope it's not big. Physically, yes. It's not. Well, no, no, not actually. I don't know why I said that. I'm so tired, guys. <laughs> not physically. Um, just like emotionally <laughs> um well it could be emotional just not okay how about price like don't drop too much it's okay you're gonna love it um <laughs> white elephant is a big tradition in my family quick story uh we play with my extended family who comes in from out of town i've played we've played this game since i i think i have pictures of all, me and like all my cousins when i was like three damn yeah we've played forever they all come from Hawaii and we play every Christmas. We haven't played the last few years because we've all like grown up and stuff. But one year, my parents, my Uncle Cliff left a pair of sneakers at our house one time when he was visiting and my parents didn't get a gift for the white elephant. So they <laughs> boxed up his old dingy sneakers That's as one of the gifts. Bad. So there was a gag gift in the pool and those pair of sneak. So I think like my Uncle Arn ended up getting the sneakers and... <laughs> as his white elephant gift and those sneakers got passed around in white elephant for probably like 20 years where are they now i we don't know there at one point it was only one shoe oh my god yeah it was the pair but then it got, it got one lost. of them got lost so it was one of them was passed around the next white elephant and That's it was so like good. it was the gag of every white elephant okay who's gonna get the fucking shoe who's gonna get the shoe and, like <laughs> people probably started getting creative with wrapping it too yep. so you didn't know it was the shoe boxes and boxes boxes different shaped boxes yes yep oh, we got created so i don't good. know who has the shoe i'll have to ask my cousins um that needs to be framed yeah like a, like a fantasy and it, football and thing. it was the funniest thing because my my uncle cliff whose shoes they were he was never involved in this white elephant no. so he didn't know for the <laughs> longest time that his shoes were being passed around as a christmas gift for so, so long. good i yeah. love it i love it so shit like that like i love that any shit. way to make games and the holidays fun yeah. and your own it really is it does change the tone because year after year like we said before we can't escape it so any way to make it your own yeah that's how you get through it damn games are such i don't think i ever played a game growing up ever no <laughs> <laughs> i don't Christmas. think i ever played games <laughs> i've never played a game in my life <laughs> 
Okay, let's talk about, because this means a lot, what to wear. Ooh. Are you a comfy holiday family or are you like a classy dress up holiday family? Um, Thanksgiving, we get it. We're always casual, like casual cute, our own style. Like we wear like sweaters and scarves. Okay. Nothing like fancy. Um, Christmas, like I said, we all get matching pajamas. But as an adult, I mean, okay. When the second I found out that we were having Thanksgiving at our house, my first thought was, what am I going to wear? And like any reason to buy a new outfit, it's really bad habit of me, um, of mine, any reason to buy a new outfit, I'll do it. So in like, I'm the type of person that if I am not comfortable in my outfit and if I don't like my outfit or my vibe that day, it's gonna throw a wrench in my mood. Me too. hundred percent. So I try and nip that in the butt. If you're like me, nip it in the butt, plan your outfit. I did a little bit of shopping. I have a really cute outfit all planned for tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving guys. Yeah. Um, I planned my outfit and I really think it's going to take away just a hair of stress tomorrow. I get a lot of hosting anxiety right? and having, we haven't had people in this apartment yet. No, we haven't and had like, more than three people at one time right. and a dog. That's it. <laughs> um, and you probably noticed I stress cleaned this morning. Like I was on my hands and knees scrubbing my bathroom. I was cleaning too, uh, like, right there. Yeah. But like it, having people over and in my house in general is really stressful, especially for the holidays when there's a lot of pressure on it. And like you want it to be memorable for them. Yeah. That, that's how I've been feeling with the meal. Yeah. It's like all, we're all away from home right now. and We're, we're all by default missing that like home cooked meal. Right. I have to deliver (laughs) like it needs to be just as yummy and comforting as last Thanksgiving for these people. Right. Um, So knowing that I'm going to be stressed having people in the house, I figured if I could put on an outfit that I'm going to be happy and comfortable in first thing in the morning, I have the rest of the day to do everything else that I know I'm going to be stressed about. What about you? What's your what's your outfit vibe during the holidays? Thanksgiving. uh, My family kind of same as you. My grandpa wears like a button down and like my grandma used to wear like a nice like sparkly sweater and like festive earrings. Uh, it'd be the same for Christmas though. It's like your nice outfit. But then the thing I'd always run into is like, you don't want to be in jeans that long Mm-mm. and you end up taking your shoes off anyway. So like, what's a cute outfit without shoes? Right. So I like to go like oversized sweater and no pants or like shorts underneath with like tights mm-hmm. so you can take off your shoes but still look cozy and presentable and you're not in like sweats and a sweatshirt I honestly though like I see myself and my future family just being totally cozy yeah I I, I like the idea of dressing up but if I'm at my own house you can't tell me to dress up in my own four walls no especially you who you're cooking a I'm lot like of the day yeah that's a lot to be cooking in a mini skirt and like or a scarf or something. And heels? Like, no. No way. There's no way. You can't can't be caught dead. But I do, I wish, I want to be invited to like a classy Christmas at someone's penthouse where everyone's dressed to the nines and there's hors d'oeuvres walking around. Like yes. that? Hell yeah, I'm dressing up for sure. We need to find really hot finance guys yeah. and go to some really dope tech holiday parties i want to be yes we need to find boys to take us to their work holiday parties yeah i want to go to a corporate holiday party woo we're manifesting this we will go to a corporate (laughs) holiday party this year we will we we're already there with me we We will will go go to a corporate corporate holiday holiday party this year. year
Applications are open now. We are really fun. We can handle our alcohol. We have incredible style. You have no idea. Oh my God. We're going to, oh my God. We're going to look so cute. We are so good at talking to people. I can, you're going to, you're going to end up with, you're going to end up with a raise at the end of the night. No, yeah. You'll be CEO by the end of the night (laughs) if you're not already guaranteed. Let's do it. Oh, I fucking wish. I hope. We will. We will. We will. We just manifest. If not, we'll just crash one. How do we do that? Damn near across. We have we have you, this office building across our street, and they always have pop and parties. Yeah, we'll go. They're gonna have one, and we're gonna be like, "Can we come? Can we come over?" They always already like, dressed up. Yes. <laughs> oh my! We were just ready. We On were the just, balcony, full gown, or we throw a zip line. Ooh. <laughs> Indiana Jones, that shit. I think we could. Yeah. I think like it'd be safe. You know how many Facebook groups that are probably made that we could find for this like holiday events and shit specifically for businesses. Let's find like a community center's holiday party. <sighs> no, I'm getting fucked up. No, I'm kissing everyone. <laughs> no, I'm going to find my husband for sure. That'd be so fun. So fun. If you guys know of any general holiday parties in, in, I almost said in San Francisco, that's weird. In New York City, please let us know. That we can go to. I went to, um, I talked about in, on the Patreon episode that I was a caterer for a little bit in oh, college right. and I went to Google's holiday party. Yo. Wow. They pro- that budget alone? Insane. I, I think, I forget where it was. One of the big buildings. Do you remember how much your catering company charge for shit like this oh god i have no idea because it was a really it was a really big catering company i mean they did a lot of the like science center what is that exploratorium yes they did a lot of their events gotcha um actually yeah i did another holiday party at the exploratorium i think we were on that together oh sorry i did it with denon and doyle oh yeah no 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 no. i did a holiday party at the exploratorium but on the dj side of things okay yeah i was passing out the food what what if we were someone probably no we but known. so Come google's on. was at google's was um google. <laughs> uh, google's was casino themed and when you're a caterer and you're like done passing on the food sometimes you'll just go like sneak around and like flirt a little bit with the and like especially at i mean they're getting fucked up at yeah, these holiday parties 100%. and playing poker and shit i think it was fake probably right you can't legally yeah, play. yeah i don't think you can legally okay do but the amount that like they were like flirting and shit it was it was a vibe okay so yeah we definitely need to hit up some corporate holiday parties please but if you aren't sad and lonely like us and you have a significant other's house to go to during the holidays we have just like a couple little tips and tricks that you can do to make it a successful night yeah the holidays can be weird if you're not close to your partner's family or you guys just started dating so you don't even know what to expect from them i think it's just it's okay to just like arrive a little under the radar you don't need to come and peacock and let them know who you are they're already expecting hopefully expecting to like you somewhat because their child or their niece or their nephew likes you. So go in assuming they already like you. You like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You don't have to like have these crazy ideas about how the night's going to go. Like yeah. you said, it was perfect. Go under the radar. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. Keep Stay- it chill. Keep it chill. It could be very intimidating. Um, I, I feel like it gets easy to peacock and like worry about that first impression so much, but treat it like they're anybody else. Go and ask about them. Don't don't feel like you're walking into an interview because at least for me, that's kind of what it feels like when you meet the parents. Right. The interviewee, you got to like be your best behavior. I think it, if you're going to be with this person for a long time, they're going to figure out the real you either way. Be you out the gate, whatever that looks like for you. Ask about them, get to know them, make them feel excited 
to meet you. Right. I, I think um, an obvious here is not showing up empty handed is a big one. Yep. You were saying like even flowers, a bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. And it's like a cool, it's like a nice icebreaker. Yeah. Like bringing a bottle of wine, pick one out that you really like and hand it to the mom or the dad or the aunt or whatever and just be like, this is for everyone. Um, I actually love this bottle of wine. I My aunt should go into a story. Yep. Like it's a nice way to break the ice and like conversation starter. Any gift is flowers. Right. Yeah, I love lilies. What are your favorite flower? Yep. Like it's it's a nice thing to come in and you it shows a little bit of confidence. Mm-hmm. It shows comfortability, which is always nice in like f- big family situations. Right. I, I also always offer to help. Mm-hmm. If someone's in the kitchen, do you need help with anything? Just peek your head in. Yep. They're going to say no. I always ask one more time because they mean yes. And if they still say no, then you asked. Yeah, good point. I feel like the kitchen especially, it could be intimidating. But just like walking in and asking if they need help is really important. Imagine how I'm going to react when my son or daughter is going to be out. like, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> Literally. I'm a demon in the kitchen. Like, I don't want help at all. No. I'm like, I could do it. You could do it yourself. Yeah. Um, Another idea for a gift just popped in my head. If oh, yeah. you don't want to show up with flowers and wine, which is the easy choice, bring a game. Love that. Bring a game. If they're, I mean hopefully you're going to a dinner with more than two people if it's and a family event like games and, right if they don't weird absolutely get leave. out of the relationship leave break up break up um bring a game there's bring a deck of cards you yep. guys know that's our first option absolutely um who, what's the one that we've played on the podcast we're not really strangers we're not really strangers Ew. if it's y'all want to if you want to holiday conversations there yeah jeez cards against humanity so many games so monopoly many. Uh, that's a long one. Yeah, that's, that's going to take you might all fight. dinner. You might fight. <laughs> um, but that's a good option. Bring a games. It breaks the ice. It gets everyone comfortable. A little bit of competitiveness. There's so many ways that you could kind of like navigate a holiday dinner. And I think the most important is just making sure you're comfortable. And like we said before, you're setting your boundaries. You're staying true to your who you are and your viewpoints on the holiday because we all have pretty strong viewpoints about the holidays and just not compromising what you want in order to make yourself comfortable is the best thing that you could do for yourself I love that I I think it's important to just keep it light and keep it fun if if you want to boil it down to something and um it could be hard mentally. I'm right there with you. We're right there with you. Uh, for me, it's something that's been helping me. Granted, we're only a few days into it. Uh, keeping my routine. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's easy to fall out of routine this whole month, especially the week between um, Christmas and New Year's. Like, it's yes. so easy to just, like, throw shit out the window. For me, personally, I, I can't do that. I have to stay in somewhat of a routine because if I fully lose it, like, after New Year's, my kickoff to the new year is such a slump and it can be like kind of depressing. Yeah. So I have to like stay on top of it so that I like have momentum going into the new year. Right. Good point. Momentum and staying with your routine. Yeah. I even like purposely have like already booked workouts for my next few days and everything. And I are, honestly, I keep going back to it, but that's also why I like Vlogmas. It keeps me in like, work mode so I don't fall into holiday mode too much because holiday mode for my brain does go dark and I like I don't know it's just finding your balance and really taking care of yourself mentally during this time is most important and we hope this podcast episode helped you with that I I know we kind of went light and kind of funny with the gift giving and whatnot but I 
I really hope it helped to guide you guys through the hard times and like take the stress off of it hopefully exactly yeah it's it's a lot of pressure and right there with you and it's crazy we it's the same it's like every year I'm like oh my god this is so much holy shit and I'm like I do this every year why am I still surprised that the holidays suck the life out of me why am I still surprised by this you're slowly you're you're making your way out of it though I, I see it I think so too I, I I mean I feel it the fact that I'm like excited for Thanksgiving tomorrow and like I'm excited for vlogmas and decorating the house like it's because I made like I made my own little traditions I associate right. it with personal things now and you know I'm at a place now where I can I can like buy someone a gift if I want and it's like it, it's a joyful gift it's not like a um what's the word like a sympathy gift or like doing it the gift giving just to give it right there's a, there's a word for that yeah it's a it's getting better get little pillows like this did we tell you guys this is this pillow is a hundred dollars we already tell them that i think we might have well i'll tell you again so stupid it's okay we're gonna have it forever but it's i have small hands <laughs> just know that and it's it's tiny yeah my hand is a third of it and i have i have baby hands so that's ridiculous it's made out of don't wool, buy this though. it's really great quality you're gonna have this like you're gonna pass this on to your grandchildren you think what if i don't have kids well then you're gonna pass it on to my grandchildren right right what if don't i don't like it. your grandkids <gasps> what if they're hell of annoying <laughs> you're gonna love them what if they're annoying you're gonna st- you're gonna love them even more you're than right them. you're right no <laughs> they're gonna love me yeah. <laughs> all right guys whatever you gotta do to get through it we're right there with you yeah for Patreon, I want to hear your guys' holiday traditions. Like, what do you do that keeps you going, that makes you get through the holidays? And I want nightmares. Ooh, yeah, holiday nightmares. I want, like, was there, like, a really bad fight at the dinner table? Wait, can I actually tell one? Or should sure. I save it for Patreon? That's up to you. Save it for Patreon. It's the story of Christmas 2013, where I had the biggest fight with my parents that led me to move out forever well forever Forever. yeah i'll tell it on patreon but that story and that christmas actually changed the trajectory of my life absolutely and i haven't been home since so that's that there you go i want to hear stories like that i want to hear the greedy stories we love you guys we're here for you be gentle with yourself set those boundaries have fun make memories make new memories and most of all live like this every day but you never know when it's going to be the last time you see somebody Mm -hmm. it's my like it's a sad reality. It could be your last Christmas with someone. It could be your last Thanksgiving with someone. Soak it up. Have fun. Set your boundaries. We love you guys. Happy Monday. We will talk to you guys on Patreon on Friday, but we'll talk to the rest of you on Monday. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please rate us five stars. It helps us out a lot. Leave a little review if you can. If you're on, I almost said if you're on Instagram, if you, <laughs> one day. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe, turn on your notifications, and comment down below some of those stories we're asking for. The nightmares or really fun traditions, your favorite games, your favorite gifts, the best gifts. We love to hear it all. Given anything, all the Christmas stuff, all the holiday stuff. We love you guys so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.